Welcome back, everybody, to the Good Old Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean, alongside David Galley. Uh, we're here. This is episode 17. Galley, we had a good week of All-Star festivities, good weekend of All-Star festivities. A lot of funny stuff, I feel like, that happened over this week. Um, I feel like the NHL, we'll get into it, but I feel like they, they did pretty well with the All-Star game this year, opposed to the past and how they've been doing. Um, but before we get into that stuff, Galley, how was your weekend? What'd you do? Where would you watch in the game? All that fun stuff. I watched most of the all-star festivities just from my house. Um, yeah. I was a little bit bummed. Uh, I, th- I thought the draft did really well. Um, I thought they did that really well. Um, it was kind of weird that it was on the ice. There's some yeah. cringe moments for sure. But mm-hmm. um, skills competition, I was just really bummed because my, my winner was Jack Hughes and he didn't even <laughs> participate in the skills competition or... Yeah. The actual all-star game so um shout out jack hughes for not doing that it made me look stupid yeah. but uh i thought the <laughs> game itself was like probably the best three-on-three all-star game i've watched yes uh i just watched it all from my house didn't do too much on friday and saturday went out on saturday night it's pretty uh feeling not so well on sunday but had a hockey game at 1 30 p.m to to shake off that <laughs> hangover so what it's the typical game? typical yeah. Sunday Sunday afternoon game, but uh, yep. yeah, didn't didn't do too much about it. Just it's it's Monday now. I just lost some money on the Leafs money line because they they always seem to lose when I bet on them. So um, starting off the week strong with with yeah. NHL, but uh, yeah, man, how how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Um, yeah, I watched the. I didn't get to watch the draft. I was at work that night. Um. So I didn't really get to watch it. I obviously saw a lot of the clips and stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, Friday night, watched the skills comp. Thought that was fun. Saturday was a pretty chill day. I didn't really do anything this weekend, a whole lot of nothing. Um, we, yeah, it was a pretty chill weekend, I will say. It's the first weekend, like, in the house where I feel like I was kind of, you know, moved in. So yeah, I just kind of took it easy. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was a good Good weekend, good all-star break. Um, a lot of fun news for us to talk about, which I'm excited about. So let's get into that. First 100. thing, your Calgary Flames. Why don't you go ahead and start this off with this blockbuster trade that just happened? Yeah. So Calgary Flames are in a... I know I've been talking about this, my little mini segment of the Calgary Flames every podcast, but they're in a tough <laughs> situation right now. Um, both cap space and just aging players. They have a lot of players to that are eight are like contracted into their mid thirties, uh, let alone yeah. if Lindholm were to sign an extension, uh, he probably would have been extended pretty long term. No, he wanted to stay with the flames, but, uh, yeah, everyone already knows cause it happened about, you know, five days ago, but Elias Lindholm got traded to the Vancouver Canucks for Andre Kuzmenko first rounder, conditional fourth rounder, uh, Hunter Bruce, Bruce Swetchwich. I don't know. I'm totally butchering that name. I think everyone is. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a stud, though. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Germo, who's a Finnish defenseman. So just starting off, I'm going to say the Calgary Flames absolutely won this trade. Um, like, swept house. I can't believe, one, they got Kuzmenko out of this this trade, who's pretty young. He's coming yeah. off of a 40-plus goal season last year. Struggling a little bit, but he's under a new head coach this year. Um, yeah. So that has a big factor, I think, uh, for, for his success. And, you know, some players don't play well under certain coaching styles and 
hopefully that's what that's the case here. Hopefully this isn't another Jonathan Huberto situation where he yeah. starts just epically failing when he gets to the flames. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that'd be classic flames. But the fact that they got a first round pick, they got a defenseman that some people are labeling the Adam Fo- the next Adam Fox, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let alone he's playing in the OHL, so he's not going he's not going to college. He's gonna be in pros probably next year. Um he's gonna be, you know, vouching for a spot, an NHL roster spot next year. I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows? I mean, we can see if his play does transition to the NHL, but he's stellar in the OHL. He's yeah, point per per game player. Um, let alone they got a first round pick of this draft, upcoming draft. This is a really strong draft, I believe, and deep prospect pool and I think that's going to really benefit the Flames in the future as well. And then Johnny Germo, who's, you know, I think he's kind of not spoken about as much in the trade deal, but, um, you know, that's just adding another defenseman. He's playing in the top finish league right now. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, It could benefit the Flames extremely, though, because Lindholm doesn't have, there's nothing, it wasn't a sign and trade deal. I mean, Lindholm doesn't have to sign back with the Canucks. Um, I do know the Canucks are going to be really trying for the Stanley Cup. After that trade, they're definitely a contender. Probably the contender in the West right now. Um, But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Canucks do in the playoffs because, I mean, they don't have the best track record in the playoffs in the past since like they went to the Stanley Cup final back in 2011. Yeah. so Burn it's going to be interesting down. how, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out and it's yeah. going to, we're not going to be able to see till this summer. Cause I mean, shit, think of the Canucks don't do too well in the playoffs and Lindholm could walk somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What's, what's your take on the, on the trade though? I mean, I think for both sides, I mean, I don't think it was even at all. I think the flames definitely got a lot of, you know, future stuff that is going to help them out a lot. Um, I think for the Canucks, though, I think it was a smart move for the year, that short, short-term short rental. Hopefully they can keep him, though. I mean, if they're able to win a cup this year, then I'd say it was good on both sides. Um, but, if I mean, if they don't win a cup and he walks, they're messing up their future. And I think I feel like right now, like we said in the beginning of the year, this is their time to prove it and win. And they have been doing that recently. They've been doing well. Um, yeah. But they need to maintain that and hopefully, or not, I don't know. I just think that uh, if it doesn't turn out for them in the playoffs the way they want it to, it's going to be considered a loss and a pretty big loss to give up that many first rounder picks or how many picks they gave up and future prospects that they gave up to. Um, I think it's tough. So we'll see if it pays off. Uh, I think the Flames are in a pretty good situation where, you know, like you said, you don't want to sign, you don't want to keep someone around. Who's not going to sign with you in the summertime? You may as well get them while their stock is high, versus I don't know, getting rid of them later or just letting them walk in free agency, which would be worst case scenario. So, it's like they did a good job on that. It just comes down to Vancouver. If they can finish, then it'll all pan out for them. Yeah, and one of the biggest things I see is Vancouver's capped out right now. They have no cap space at all. So, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be making too much more moves. One thing that came to mind when I'm looking at their their roster and their cap space here on catfriendly.com, uh, Elias Lindholm and Elias Pedersen, they both expire at the end of the season. There was some talk about Elias Pedersen getting traded 
at the beginning of the season and last offseason. So that could potentially be something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Pedersen could walk, not saying he's going to. He's a he's an RFA, so they have you know exclusive yeah. rights to him. Um, but if he does end up walking this summer, Lindholm probably would fill his spot, which isn't that bad of a replacement, in my opinion. Yeah. So that could be what Canucks management's doing. I think there's probably going to be a lot of behind the scenes talks between the Pedersen's agent and Canucks management. And yeah. probably nothing the public will know until something does happen. But I mean, just scenario if the Canucks get out first, second round, Pedersen walks, they have Lindholm to sign. So um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm really happy as a Flames fan. I think the Flames should keep doing this. I think they should trade Hannafin. I think they should trade K- Tanev. Um, I mean, they should they should clean house of yeah everyone. I mean, they're they're in a tough spot right now. I mean, the only thing that I don't know if they should do is Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> I think Jacob Markstrom is could get a huge haul right now. Um, yeah. They got Dustin Wolf in the pipeline too, and Vladar. I think those are two good goalies. Um, they're not yet NHL starter caliber. I, either of them but yeah. jacob marstrom could get such a big haul chris tanev such a big haul hannafin mm-hmm. i mean they i think the calgary flames are probably the biggest team to keep an eye on in, in terms of before the trade deadline because they're going to be yeah. very active Moving. Yeah. um especially in terms of this past trade. i mean elias lindholm was one of their best players in the past 10 years yeah. for the calgary mm-hmm. flames i mean lindholm Gaudreau, kachuk they had such a good line for yeah. multiple years Gosh, I, I really miss having those three players, but it's <laughs> it's it's heartbreaking to see yeah. those players leave. I mean, it was heartbreaking yeah. to see Lindholm leave, but to see what we got back, I'm like, let's go. And Kuzmenko, yeah. let's let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. you guys are in a good spot. Um, but yeah, I think like you said, last thing I'll say is I think they just gotta keep cleaning that house and getting rid of some of those assets that they just don't really are gonna need them long term. Um, I feel like that they're kind of bridging this towing this line of like rebuilding versus just mid like we said earlier yeah we just need to commit to the rebuild and just kind of not completely clean house but yeah essentially get rid of a lot of the fluff that they have right now and start that rebuilding process because like the worst thing that could happen is that you just keep delaying it and you're like well maybe we can push this year or this next year and then you're like the sharks did um yeah you're just postponing the time that you're going to need to rebuild that team so what would you yeah what would you i guess we can just do this real quickly what would you give the canucks a grade for that trade and what would you give the flames a grade for that trade the flames i'd give them like an a plus for that trade canucks it's hard because if it doesn't play out it's an f if they win a stanley cup it's an a but i'd say like Time being, for what they have, I'm going to give them like a B minus. True. Yeah, I'd say for the Flames, I'm going to go with A, solid. Yeah. And then for the Canucks, I'm going to go, I'll go a little bit lower, i go C. <laughs> yeah. Just for, just for right now. Because um, yeah. that that is a, he, they gave up so much. I mean, at first, Kuzmenko, one yeah. of their best D prospects for, you know, just a, yeah. a rental for this season potentially. Yeah. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to play that out. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's get into the next topic. Let's I'm be... stoked for this next one. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to talk about All-Star. Oh, wait. No, we're not. Sorry. We're going to be talking about the Olympics because guess what? We got some news. I think it was right before the All-Star game that <clears throat> Gary Bettman, head of the NH- commissioner of the NHL, 
talked with the Olympic Committee, IHF, all that fun stuff. Um, and they have officially announced that at the next Winter Olympics, which is 2026, they're going to be allowing NHL players to compete. Which, I mean, we talked about this, I think, in our wish list for the NHL, I want to say. So, got that. Thank you, <laughs> but, Gary Bettman, for, for yeah, granting our you. wish. Yeah, Santa <laughs> Bettman came through a little bit late. It could have been on Christmas Day, but we'll take it. Um, yeah. Hey, Pat, Pat ourselves on the back. We, we, yeah. We got yeah. that. We got that wish. He probably heard us coming to us. Yeah, yeah totally. Dude. He was, he was like, oh, what, are these, "What are these guys talking about on their hockey podcast?" And like, "Oh, they want to, they want to uh, NHL players in the Olympics." So we're gonna listen to them. So we're gonna take credit for that because I think that we had a helping hand in getting <laughs> those NHL players into the Olympics. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, I mean, we'll see what those teams shape out to be in those next two years. I feel like I mean, we're gonna have. It's only two years from now, but I'm like, I mean, I'd feel like Bedard would be playing on that team at that point. I don't know that Sidney Crosby would be playing. I know that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting to see because I mean, shit, that's going to be Crosby's. He got snubbed in the 2006 Olympics, but that's going to be Crosby's third Olympics, which is pretty legendary. I'll say one thing this is what? Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. About Crosby, like, I just, I don't know. How old is he now? 36, 37? He's born in '87, so oh god, it's '37 about. I think he okay. turns '37 this year because I actually share the same birthday as Sidney Crosby. That's, oh, I'm stoked okay. about that. I have a crazy yeah, birthday. It's it's eight seven nine nine is like my my uh, oh, shit. my birth date. Yeah, so Dude, I got Sidney Crosby, Crosby on one end and then Gretzky on no. the other. No, once I figure that out, once I figure <laughs> that out, I'm like I gotta. I got to play yeah. hockey, dude. Fuck all yeah. the other sports. <laughs> is that why he's over 87? Because of his birthday? It is. Because he's August 7th, 1987. Pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then Gretzky's was because his favorite player was Gordie Howe. And he didn't want to yeah. be number nine. So he put another nine after it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And history was made. Um, yeah. But so we'll but yeah. see if Sid does that. And if he plays. I just feel like at that time, he's going to be, what, 39, almost 40? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, dude, he's having a pretty good season right now. Is, I think he's one hundred percent going to play, especially for the legacy and um, yeah, yeah. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Just like, I think yeah. he might be the to this date. Even I don't think McDavid. I think McDavid could get there, but Sidney Crosby is the smartest IQ hockey player. I mean, defensively, yeah. offensively. I mean, it's crazy yeah. when no, when they mic him up. Yeah. He's like coaching everyone, and he's yeah. been doing that since like he was a fucking in his teens it's like dude yeah. this guy is like a coach and yeah. a player like but he's put in captain form so it's yeah. pretty pretty impressive but yeah i think crosby will make it but i think the olympics coming back one like shout out gary bettman for doing this i know fans have been begging for this to happen for the past two olympics and i'm so happy because i mean some of my favorite memories were growing up we're watching hockey in the olympics and seeing yeah team canada versus team usa or team russia versus Team Canada or Team USA versus Team Russia. So, um, you know, I'm really excited for those rivalries. I think it's really cool that the NHL is uh, also doing a Four Nations tournament in 2000, or 2025 cool. yeah. next year. So that's yeah. going to be pretty cool. That's going to be replacing, I believe, All-Star. the All-Star yeah. game. Yeah. So I think that's going to be awesome. However, the only bill I have to pick with that, they left out Czechia, which is disrespect. Wait, David so who, Frost. What are the four teams then? So... It's USA, Canada, 
Finland and Sweden, which is oh. historically not accurate. Obviously, Russia, yeah. there's they're yeah. leaving them out for everyone knows why. But yeah, I still yeah. don't think they should do that just because Canada versus Russia is like such a long term storied rivalry yeah. in international yeah. hockey. Like, yeah, I, I, I think they really snubbed Russia in that, but also Czechia. I mean, Czechia has yeah. David Prosternock. They, have, great they yeah. have great NHL players year in, year out. So I think leaving them out is super tough. But, you know, regardless, yeah. I think Olympics coming back or NHL players being in the Olympics is going to be so cool for the next Olympics. Next next Olympics in Italy, which hockey's not that big there, and France. Yeah. So that's going to be opportunities for those countries to see NHL players yeah. in action. So NHL, it's going to be yeah. really cool. No, that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I think this might cause some angerance or this might cause some frustration with our neighbors from the Great White North. But honestly, I think that Team USA is going to whoop Canada's ass. If we look at this two years in the future, I truly think that. I mean, we've got <laughs> goaltending. We've got them beat. Let's just pull up a mock roster right now. Yeah, I'd say that comes on pretty even to their forwards and deep, but then Team USA has the obvious advantage for for goaltending. Um, I would even go as far as saying they they have that for defense too. Um, yep. I wouldn't say it's too obvious, but I mean, it, it's hard to say because you got McDavid, McKinnon, Bedard potentially, and Crosby in the top six. I mean, if mm. Crosby makes it, that's, that's fucking terrifying, man. Like, I know you got Kachuk, you got Matt. You got the Kachucks, hey, you got Matthews, is, you got Hughes. I have two rosters pulled up. This is a projection, right? So this isn't final. But <clears throat> Team Canada, first line, Braden Point, Connor McDavid, Mitch Marner. Then Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, Connor Bedard, Jared McCann, Steven Stamkos, Connor Verhage, Carter Verhage, Dylan Cousins, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Mark Stone, and then some subs, Zach Hyman, Robert Thomas, Josh Morrissey, Kale McCarr on D, Thomas Shabbat, Jacob Chikrin on D, Shea Theodore, Dougie Hamilton on D, Darnell Nurse, and Evan Bouchard on D. That's for Canada. The U.S., see, okay, we got Matthew Kachuk, Austin Matthews, and Brady all on a first line together. Jason Robertson, Jack Hughes, Jack Eichel, second line. Third line, Kyle Connor, Dylan Larkin, Tage Thompson. Fourth line, Johnny Goudreau, Matty Beneers, Clayton Keller. Already in the forwards, I'm sorry, but the depth on Canada's team is not as good as the U.S. Let's go to D. Quinn Hughes, Charlie McAvoy starting first two. Zach Wierenski, Adam Fox. Jacob Slavin, Brett Pesci, uh, Jake Sanderson, and Luke Hughes. So D maybe a little bit even, but those forwards, like, I'm sorry, you can't say that that third line for Team Canada with Dylan Cousins, Nugent Hopkins, and Mark Stone is going to be competing at all with Kyle Connor, Dylan Larkin, and Tage Thompson. Yes. Yes. I can kind of agree to that. But I, I do think Stephen... yet. I know. I do think... I, th I think you're, you're leaving off that Stamkos is elite. Stamkos is elite. He is. He is, he is he's elite. And I'll say... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you that Team USA has more depth. However, yeah. the top six for Team Canada is lethal, man. You have Braden Point, Connor McDavid, yeah. Mitch Marner, Connor Bedard, McKinnon, and Crosby. 
Like that is that blow, I'm sorry, but that blows the top six for Team USA out of the water. I mean, in terms of experience. Um, yeah. Ex- I mean, you're, I you mean, give it seriously. Two, you give it two years. Stammer is going to be old as shit. Uh, McDavid and McKinnon, they're going to be obviously in their primes as they already are. And yeah, yeah I, mean, I think feel like the top two six, we got fucking Jack Hughes. Robo, who's going to be a little bit older and more experienced. Austin Matthews, who's going to be fucking scoring 100 goals in a season or some shit. Like the Chuck brothers, who are going to be older and more experienced. Like, I just feel like this Team USA team, let's go into goalies because goalies, I feel like it's a clear <laughs> winner there for us. We got Jake yeah, on, yeah. Connor Hellebuck and Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight, give him a couple years. Uh, fucking Canada, their starting goaltender is Aiden Hill. Now, I know over the playoffs, <laughs> Hill stood on his head, but I'm sorry. That was just a lucky run, and you need that. To win a Stanley Cup, you need a goaltender to be on a hot streak, and that's what the Knights had. But I don't think he's going to be in the level of play to be the number one goalie. I know. They're going to need another Luongo or Carey Price. I mean, those were their yeah. those were their goalies when they, they won yeah. back-to-back gold medals. And um I mean, yeah, it's going to be in- that's going to come down to the goaltending because yeah. I think both their offense and defense are, you know, you could you could toss it up. One is better, yeah. maybe the other is better. But um, yeah, I mean, right now for what the projections show, I think it's a close game. But I think Team USA would come out on top. Yeah. However, I mean, it's just hard to count out McKinnon, Crosby, Braden Point, and McDavid. Like that's. Those are, I mean, between McDavid and between McDavid, Crosby, and McKinnon, that is like a plethora of NHL awards from Art Ross to Maurice yeah. Richard. But to Crosby's going to be dog. He's going to be old in two years. Dude, I don't think, I think Crosby might break Yager's games played record. Like he Crosby's can. fucking ridiculous. He's yeah. not aging. He's not aging. And he hasn't shown any signs of aging. He hasn't shown any signs of injury. He knows yeah. how to play in an NHL game smartly he and like he's gonna be a great leader. I will say that. Yeah. He has to be captain. He better be captain. He was the one that won them the uh gold medal against us last to uh, what, twenty twelve? Twenty twenty, yeah. So I don't know. I think my red blooded American self is really, really yeah. probably a little bit biased about this team USA roster, but like I said, depth depth matters and especially with those kind of tournaments where yeah, you could have a rock star top six, but I don't think that Jack Hughes in a couple of years is going to be far off from Mitch Marner or Braden Point. Like, I truly don't think that. I mean, those guys are going to get more experience. Like, Jack Hughes, we forget, is a year younger than you and I. He's 23 right now. Two years, <laughs> 25. Wow, dude. Yeah. He's born in 2001. So he's still very young. Um, I mean, Bedard's going to be, what, 20 years old playing the Olympics, which is going to be crazy. I mean, he's going to be a star. Um, But yeah, I mean, time will tell. We'll see how it pans out. But for right now, what it's looking like, and if Dustin Wolf on the Flames kind of breaks out over the next two years, he could be another goaltender on that Team USA team. That's a dark horse pick right there. I don't think that's on anyone's mocks. But I mean, yeah, dude, totally. I mean, mean, he'll be 26. I think saying Johnny Gaudreau is a stretch. I think if you said that two years ago, he's automatic top nine player on Team USA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I'm really excited for too. Is like these two teams got to play each other. I'm gonna be so mad if they don't. But yeah. 
No, they had it's they going they, it's it's gonna be a ruckus, dude. I mean the Kachuk yeah. brothers on one line is gonna be yeah. yeah. It's gonna be fun to watch. So I I'm beyond pumped for the twenty twenty six Olympics. Yeah. Like I can't wait. I cannot I just, fucking wait. I thought of one more thing. Because looking at this bottom six that they have, these are rock stars in the making. I mean, Cole Caulfield was a name I forgot to mention. Cole Caulfield's going to be legit in two years. Matty Beneers, I mean, he's already won Rookie of the Year last year. Clayton Keller, like he's lighting it up for the Arizona Coyotes. They don't really have much right now, but he's at least, he was an all-star. He seemed great in the all-star game. Tage Thompson, another dude who's going to, I mean, he almost got 100. I think he had a... No, he didn't break 100 last year, did he? He's had a rough year this year. But this bottom depth for the Team USA, we've got Will Smith for the Sharks. Who knows? He could be a fourth-line center as an American. But like I said, time will tell. We'll find out. But I'm going to go with the Americans on that. And if it's right right now... now, Yeah, right now I'm going to say Americans too. But... I don't think it's going to be a blowout. No, 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 no. I don't think so. But I think the Americans are going to just shock Canadians in general. I mean, we had a, like, for, what was that, 20, was it 2012 that we played them when Crosby, or was that 2008, the Golden Goal? Uh, 2010 in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 2010, like, the fact that USA was in the gold, silver, the gold medal game to compete against Canada already says a lot where USA hockey has come and I think it's only going to get better. So we'll see. I mean, obviously Canada's or hockey is Canada's sport, but I don't know, man, I have a feeling about these Americans and what we can do to these pesky little Canadians, those little fucks. Yeah. I don't think we've won a, I don't think we've won a Olympic gold medal since 2002, I want to say. So it's been, I, I could be wrong about that. I don't think it's 1980. I think it's 2002. Who won in Sochi? I think they did win in 2000. That was with like Jeremy Roenick. Or was that the 98 Olympics? I think it was 2002. Let me let me just see. Let me just back. Did we do a story on them? Yeah, I no, we did. A, yeah, kind of. But no, that was on 1996 or 1998. Okay. Pardon me. Eight. Yeah. The, uh, no, Canada won. Yeah, so the U.S. has mm-hmm. not won since 1980, which is pretty wow. pretty crazy. Yeah, See, that's that would be a the- solid 44 years as of yeah. today. That's fucking crazy, man. The U.S. U.S. team's got to pull this one off at least one of the next two Olympics, or else, fuck, man, we we can't yeah. go for 50 years. That would be ridiculous. No, that would be crazy. Yeah, we got to get some. Damn, it's been that long. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and even those kids weren't even NHL players, so it's hard to like we haven't really won NHL players. So, all right, well, we haven't even gotten to the Olympics or the All Star Game yet, so let's jump into that. We spent a good amount of time. I'm excited about the Olympics. We'll see as more stuff breaks. We'll talk about it. Maybe we'll see within the next year or so that we can see a roster being put together so they can start practicing and stuff. But All Star Weekend. First up, we'll talk about the draft. Um, like I said, I didn't really get to watch it a whole lot. What I did see though on the internet seemed to, there were some cringe moments and it was just kind of like awkward and uncomfortable. And I feel like that's just the nature of hockey players. I, there's not very many charismatic hockey players besides like PK Subban. Um, 
maybe pasta. David Pasternak's pretty charismatic. Zegris, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the younger guys, like I feel like Cole Caulfield. But I mean, the superstars like McDavid, awkward as shit. Bedard, awkward as shit. Uh, Jack Hughes, <laughs> awkward as shit. Even though Dude, he's like, even Matthews is a little awkward too. Yeah, and I feel like it's just, they're probably trained too with media and I don't know. But there was definitely some awkward moments, but I feel like they did a good job. Um, still kind of really upset that they... Like some of those players, just like Tomas Hurdle being there. I love the guy. Great Sharks fan. I love him as a player. I just don't know that he needs to be at the All-Star game. Um, but what were your thoughts on the drafts? So I really like the format that they did. Obviously, celebrities. Um, I thought it was really cool how they just did a draft in general. I mean, they haven't yeah. done that since 2015, 2012 or something like that. Um, so it's been a while since they did that. Um, so I think that is really cool concept and I'm glad they carried out with it. I think there could have been better execution. I thought it was kind of, I mean, I, I know a lot, they packed that house for the draft cause it's in Toronto. Yeah. In my opinion, I wish they would have done like a stage style cause in the past they've done a stage style and it was like players walked up, but instead like all these players just like had their skates on and shit. And we we're like, it was, it was just kind of strange to me and like yeah. the Madonna mics too. Um, yeah. I wish it was more like set up like an actual draft, like the NHL drafts, NFL draft, NBA draft. No one is like on a court or an ice rink, you know, like they're all dressed yeah. up nice. Um, I feel like that kind of pushes the players to be show their personality a little bit more. So I wish they did yeah. that. I still thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was fucking crazy how some people are under the influence yeah oh my god yeah so those of you that don't know i don't know how you didn't see this but michael buble said in some post-game interview he was like yeah the friend uh <clears throat> told me that this was a microdose but it is not a microdose and will arnett <laughs> the other celebrity team captain just like looked at him like dude like what are you saying right now and yeah under the influence of mushrooms is pretty wild to do especially if you know you're going on a public stage like that like Shit, I, I mean, teach his own, I guess. But hey, he's got nothing. Me. He's got nothing to lose, though. It's Michael Bublé That's true. or Bublé, yeah, whatever the whatever. fuck you say. Yeah, <laughs> he could honestly. I mean, that man puts out Christmas music like it's nothing, and he, you know, he's yeah, he's a pretty popular guy. So it's not like that could really damage anything. If anything, I thought it was funny. I mean, if people oh so funny are dude. offended by it and they're like, oh my god, like why would you say that? Blah blah blah. Why are you a mushrooms? It's like fuck off really like <laughs> i thought it was funny him being on no. like on the influence like that and in an interview too to say that like that's crazy yeah no i hope they keep doing this style draft with celebrities and i think next year i hope they do it off of skates i just felt like it was just weird how they were yeah. doing that players were yeah. skating out to their team yeah um yeah. you just get better reactions when they're stuck in a room together not even yeah. a room like they could have done it at the rink but they could have maybe blocked off made a stage or something. a quarter yeah. yeah something yeah something along along those lines um just because i was like what is this the skills competition or actual game yeah. when they had skates on yeah. when i put it on i was like what, what's going on here but yeah um yeah i think that's crazy about michael buble um pretty legendary though i think that will go yeah. down in all-star history probably for oh, yeah. all all sports oh yeah, oh, yeah. 
I had people that don't even watch hockey text me about it and they're like, oh, are you going to talk about that on the pod? And I was like, oh, 100% we will. <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. But um, yeah, moving on from the draft, we're going to talk about the skill comp. So this year, um, like we talked about last podcast, they just they did a little bit different than last year. I thought they did better than they have in the past with the skills comp. It's always fun to watch. I felt like the passing challenge was a little boring when I was watching it. And I had some friends that they were like, I could do that. And I was like, like watching some of the players, how they were missing. They were saying that they could do it. And I was like, sorry, no, you can't. Like one, they're probably nervous because they're on a big stage like that. I'm trying to compete against each other and fellow, you know, uh, all stars. They're also in front of a bunch of fans. And you had players like Kucherov just not giving any effort at all. I love I that. I think it was funny. I think it was funny. And he played into it with the crowd. The crowd was booing him, which I also loved. I thought that was funny because they're like, you know what? Like, damn it, we paid a ticket here and you're going to literally just do nothing. You're the points leader in the NHL and you're just going to fight around <laughs> during this passing challenge. Like, what? Um, Such a Kucherov move. Yeah, it was hilarious. And then he got... uh what was it the day after during the all-star game? I think he had a shootout or something and the entire stadium was just booing him during the shootout. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was good than last year. I thought the prize money that McDavid had come up with was really smart. Gives him an extra, you know, thing to go after. Obviously he won the skills comp and took his own. He pretty much paid himself. Looking at it like that, but. I mean, I could tell immediately, like, you can tell some of the other players are there to have fun. McDavid was there to win, and you could tell. I know. Totally. Totally. Which did. I love. And I mean, that's how it should be. Um, it's a competition, and, you know, he's he's a competitive guy, so. He is it so competitive. It's it's yeah. crazy to see McDavid, because most of the players are kind of like, fucked around, this is not a game, this doesn't mean anything. McDavid's, yeah. like, serious, and I'm like, yeah. damn, this is, this is pretty sick. Like, you don't see yeah. that in a lot of other like all-star competitions and sports and yeah. the best player is like Mr. Serious, but holy shit, yeah. that just shows his competitiveness and his drive and the sport of hockey. And it's pretty cool, but there were some pretty funny, uh, you know, skills, whatever yeah. runs, whatever you call it from yeah, each yeah. player. I mean, I thought Kucherov was hilarious. I thought dry titles was very, dude, that one, like he, what the fuck? Yeah. Dude? He couldn't hit a single shot. And I don't know what that was. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I could have done better than that, at least. And then and then what was uh <laughs> it was in the last competition there was someone that had to get more pucks because they were like totally butchering oh. that sauce challenge. Who was that? Did you see oh, that? Oh, oh was it Matt Barzell? Yeah, it was definitely Barzell. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was like embarrassing. That was yeah. I had secondhand embarrassment to watch that. I did too. Hey, I mean, That's I probably like, wouldn't wouldn't do any better. <laughs> yeah. No, the sauce challenge, that'd be so tough. Especially when you're timed and like you have so much like I say that I could do the shooting challenge, but I if I really think about it and I'm out there with NHL All Stars trying to if I was by myself in a garage, I could probably get it in, I don't know, eight pucks at the least. Um Bull. Yeah, I mean, hitting all four <laughs> corners in the net. You can't hit four corners in the net? I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd say eight pucks for myself. I'm dust, Come on. man. Eight pucks? Two try. Well, we'll say ten. Yeah, I think ten would be wise for myself. In a garage by yourself. We should, we should, your own we should maybe do that. We should maybe... maybe yeah, I think that would be good. I got a net. 
We just need to get, they sell those little phone. I used to have them as a kid. They had like little phone things you could connect to the posts. We should totally do that. I'm so down. Yeah, I'm super down. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the skills comp, it was a lot of fun to watch, especially towards the end too. when it was like that final competition. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, McDavid won what three out of the four com- competitions he was competing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, kn- I knew he was going to win and getting that mill. It would have been nice to see him donate it to charity or something. Cause he's the highest paid player in the league. Yeah. Um, well, second now. Yeah. Yeah, second one of the highest paid players. Yeah, it would have yeah. been kind of cool if he did something or maybe gave it to his players back in Edmonton or something. I mean, I don't know. I saw a bunch yeah. of people complaining about that. Good for him that he won. Um, yeah, but you also you don't know what he did with that money. Like, yeah, he didn't say it publicly, but I don't know. He could be donating it, and he's not like loud and proud about it. Like some people, that is true. Some people are. We don't know. You know. Um, but yeah, I. I enjoyed myself that night. It was fun to watch. Um, it was a good length too. It was three hours, um, about the regular length of a hockey game. So it was fun to watch. Enjoyed it a lot. But the game the next day, I thought it was even more fun. I thought, yeah, player. I definitely noticed a lot more competition than before, just in terms of like players actually trying. And I think another they did another million dollar prize for the winning team. Um, I thought that was really smart by the NHL doing yeah. that too it just you got to give them something other than it just being fun because yeah it can be fun for the players and obviously want to give them you know it's a break for them to have fun and let loose kind of play loose but it's also for the fans like it's not just for the players it's for the fans and the players so give both sides kind of what they want give the players some money they'll give some competition in return and i thought we saw some good games um i mean mcdavid's team coming back from what down two goals empty net and he yeah i think that was within that was within two minutes of that first game that was Mm -hmm. pretty crazy i also thought they weren't very high scoring games and like usually all-star games are fucking high scoring yeah um even the especially the 3v3 i mean the Mm over-unders were like 10 and a half 11 and a half um which was was like i was like that's reasonable yeah but it just showed like how much harder these players played um yeah. defensively specifically yeah. defensively i don't think anyone was blocking too many shots but no. just like defensive play and defensive positioning i think was mm-hmm. by far the best and i've ever seen an Goal all-star game and in, like yeah and goaltending like everyone was trying real hard and yeah. i thought that was something worth watching it was yeah. fun to watch it wasn't just like oh these players are just fucking around with uh yeah fucking john scott's out there or something yeah <laughs> but uh no it was it was a kick-ass time and i thought that the final was like competitive i was like damn who's who's gonna win this um i'm stoked i i put money on team poppy team matthews oh nice um, smart so that was nice yeah so. for them to win i mean it was cool to see you know their hometown team they had the home crowd on their back with all the leaf players one thing i was a little disappointed in was the mvp now i know obviously matthews was a star just in general he's a team captain but in those two games that he played he had two goals and two assists which four points pretty good but alex to on the same team as him winning team had two games played three goals three assists and they gave it to matthews still it's like come on i get that you're you know playing towards the home crowd but 
that's not what the all-star MVP should be doing is just like give it to the hometown guy who I totally agree. Yeah, like Debrinkit had two more points to him, which I mean isn't a crazy amount, but at that point I saw a graphic from the NHL and they were just writing the meat of McDavid and Matthews so hard. They literally put Matthews as the first star <laughs> with four points. McDavid as the second star with one goal and three assists. And Debrinkit at third star. He's got six points, three goals, three assists. Like, how do you do that? And it's it's just bias, you know. But yeah, that's that's some BS. Dimbrinka got yeah. fucking robbed with that. I think he it's did. totally to be fair, it's from the NHL's perspective, it's it's a PR thing to give Matthews the, the MVP. But damn, I haven't heard a lot of people bringing that up. I think that's a good point. Dimbrinka yeah. totally got uh snubbed. Snubbed. Yeah, that's snubbed that's once. Brutal. With the MVP and then NHL putting out the top three stars, putting him at third is foul. They put mm-hmm. him second, I've been like, whatever, but putting him third after McDavid, who only scored three points to his six, a yeah. messed up, I think. That's, but it's definitely, definitely a PR move. I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, um, I saw a lot of good, some good plays. Nice goal from, I think McKinnon's goal is my favorite from that pass from Sidney Crosby, like the two-line pass. And then the fucking roof that he had, he backhand roofed it far down. It was pretty sick. Um, There's something else. Oh, this picture here. So I don't know if you've seen this photo circling around yet, but um, Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby. There was a photo of both Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid together at the All-Star game. Um, this was actually last year's All-Star game. I hadn't seen this photo, though. Uh, it was both of them wearing those, like, throwback, you know, the the All-Star, um, what's it called? It was the All-Star jerseys that they played in 1994 at the Shark Tank when they had those star ones. It was the same ones, right? Um, they also compared a picture with Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky with those same style jerseys on. And it was kind of cool to see, you know, Wayne Gretzky, who at that time was towards the end of his career, Oilers legend next to Pittsburgh legend and younger kid, Mario Lemieux at that point, at that time. And then fast forward, what, 20, almost 30 years. And you've got Crosby who's the legend old guy on the penguins. And then who did, who did play with Lemieux too for one season, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And then you've also got Connor McDavid, who is now Oilers legend already. He's going to be, um, always go down as an infamous Oiler. So I thought it was cool to see. Um, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. It was a cool photo. I'll try to find it and send it to you, but, um, yeah, it was cool to see that. Um, but, any other last thoughts about the All-Star game that you saw or thought of anything cool? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I think it was the best one I've watched since maybe the first three-on-three one. That I think they did that in 2018 when they had John Scott. Yeah. Um, I think that NHL did a solid job. I think they could have done the draft a little bit better, but um, yeah, great job Overall, to Toronto. Yeah. And um, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Hopefully one day I can check that out. Maybe we yeah. can we can check that out sometime in the future. That'd be super kick ass. Let's fucking dream of that. Man- manifest that shit. Man- manifest it. 
yeah, but the one thing will be will be there. Yeah, the one thing that that stuck out to me, which I I saw a TikTok of it today. Um, Justin fucking Bieber getting, and this is this is from TikTok sources, okay, <laughs> saying that he got approached because of his play in warmups and got offered a tryout from multiple teams, and some teams were even going as far as offering him a contract, which I think is complete clickbait. The person that did it, uh, it's got to yeah. be kicked clickbait i know he ha- he has a hockey history somewhat he does but i mean shit i saw a photo of austin matthews and and uh beebs together and it was like it looked like a child and a man i was like oh my yeah. goodness and they're basically the same age yeah so i think it would be really really cool if maybe bieber played a shift or something yeah. i think that would be really yeah. that would be crazy it'd be, cool. it'd be a lot yeah. of popularity towards hockey i think um but I think it also would be kind of bad. I think a lot of NHL players and hockey players would kind of feel like it's disrespectful that some celebrity can just hop on the yeah, NHL ice. Get a contract, that, yeah. Where yeah, there's that, one guy, yeah, in the mind. Yeah, that people have been... Get a contract, yeah. 100% that people have been trying to do their whole life. And um, I think that would be kind of disrespectful if it did end yeah. up happening. There'd be kind of a two-edged sword to it. Um, but yeah. I mean, shit, think about a team like the Ducks or like the Panthers <laughs> that don't have the biggest falling in there their markets and dude if they sign bieber like for example if the ducks sign bieber the ducks are selling out every single like, game oh yeah like oh, for yeah. the rest of this year because bieber's gonna a girl be, too yeah bieber's gonna be in the crowd he might not mm-hmm. play but he's gonna be he's gonna be there and everyone's gonna know yeah it. so i think it could be a smart pr stun but yeah i mean it could be I, a funny like i don't see it really happening though. yeah yeah there's no i mean i've seen his him play he looks a lot like me and i'm not very good so i don't know <laughs> yeah i saw that tiktok too and i think it's complete bullshit and the guy was just trying to get us and it worked because i watched the whole video but um i think it'd be funny if he did something like that and i thought with the all-star game i thought they did a lot of there's a lot of pr that came out of it and i think it's good for the nhl i saw like just even people posting about Justin Bieber just warming up with the All-Stars, which I think, I thought that was awesome. I think that's cool. Yeah. As a celebrity captain, you know. Um, and again, it's people are posting about it, talking about it that are non-hockey fans because it's Justin fucking Bieber. And they're going to it. And then they're like, oh, no way. Like Justin Bieber played in the All-Star game. Like what did this all, like, you know, it's just, it's good PR. And I thought that they yeah. did. Um. I did see, though, that back in 2012, Justin Bieber had a contract offered to him from the AHL or the ECHL at the time, the Bakersfield Condors. Um, they offered him a pretty small deal, but the coach had said, very rarely do you see a combination of skill and toughness. We share a common Canadian heritage <laughs> since we both hail from Ontario. I've scouted some video of him online skating with my hometown team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I think he could provide some elusive speed up front for us. Plus, he's a right-handed shot, which we've been looking to add. I think if we paired him on a line with Robbie D and Peter Boyd, we'd be tough to beat. Now. That's wild. I feel like that was a PR stunt and a half from the ECHL, which, you know, props to them. I think that's honestly really funny. And kind of like, I don't know, I think that's funny to add. Um, yeah. and talk about it and just have that out on the internet. Um, the validity of it, I don't think they were that serious about that because yeah. 
I think Bieber I turned know. it down because it was Bakersfield, probably. Probably. I would, too. <laughs> Not really. I would have taken that. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was funny um, to see that. I just, I don't think we're going to see him actually get an NHL contract. There's no way the team watched him skate at the All-Star game. We're like, we want him on our team. Oh, I know. I know. The guy's I know. 29. From, 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 from a warm-up, a team warm-up, like. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> like. Hey, props to any... the guy that made it. Props to the guy that made yeah. it because I will say that is like got my stellar attention. clickbait. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had to get hundreds of thousands of views today oh, yeah. or over yeah. the weekend or whenever it was posted. Yeah. Um, just off of something he just came up with, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about it. So anyone that's listening is probably going to go and find that video if they can. So he did his job well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it for you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, I um, hope you guys enjoyed all the all-star festivities. Hope you enjoyed listening to us talk. Uh, leave us a like, comment, anything like that. Help us out. Make sure to follow and listen to us on whatever platform you enjoy. If you're watching on YouTube, hello. If you're watching or listening, I mean, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, how you doing? Um, <laughs> you can go watch or listen on those platforms. So if you want to, I don't know, Work out at the gym and you want us in your ear, going for a run or a walk, put us on Spotify, listen to us talk about hockey. Um, and yeah, we've got some fun stuff planned for the future. So just keep your eye out and keep listening to us. Gal, you got anything to say? Not really. All-Star game was sweet. Life's been good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for everyone following us. I know we've gotten, yeah. we're getting new fans basically every day. So shout out everyone for giving us an opportunity yeah. to speak to you and uh hopefully next time we uh talk we we got some more calgary flames trades to discuss <laughs> oh, yeah yeah so i'm i'm hoping for but we'll we'll, we'll yeah. see we'll see if that we'll happens see. yeah all right guys you guys have a great rest of your week be excited that hockey is back not in any or all-star form but a normal game so continue watching those and we will see you guys next week yep Peace. leafs are leafs are still losing me money so yep what's new <laughs> later guys